1: So when someone says, well, how did you get my phone number? What's, what's the, what's the uh, answer to that question?
2: I mean, we, we're always just very upfront and honest about it. That's like, look, you know, we, we buy a lot of properties, you know, throughout this area. So we, you know, we buy data and, you know, in certain neighborhoods that we're looking to buy for properties that meet that criteria. And, you know, we'll reach out to uh, those homeowners and ask them if they're to the sell it. And, and you know what? Like, we really don't get a lot of bite back on that because people appreciate, for, from our perspective anyway, because we track that closely, you know, the just the straight up honesty. You're not trying to pull any smoke and mirrors on them. You're not trying to make it seem like, oh, you know, ride you down the street, get me your phone number, or anything like that. You're just being very upfront. Like, look, you know, here, here's what we're offering, what we're willing to do. Is this something that interests you?
1: Nice, I like it. So, how many people have your uh, acquisitions when when these outbound calls are going on? How many once they're on the phone? Right. How many people? How many people have you got to talk to to actually get a property lead sheet or property information?
0: Uh,
2: as far as people to actually talk to, it doesn't take that many. I mean, one out of every like you know fifteen people that we actually like get on the phone will tend to you know, at least get info on and like nurture them. Um, but, you know, we'll, so on average, let's just say out of the two, if they call 600 people each, you know, or dial, 600 dials per day, if you can get three to four like real viable leads from each one of them per day, like you're doing extremely well as far as call.
1: That makes sense. Now you say you do, you're still doing a lot of direct mail. You said uh, over the past year, you probably mailed out, Almost a one and a half million pieces of direct mail. Right. So uh, I know you mentioned you like one of the lists that you like is high equity uh, with some type of lean on it. But in regards to your direct mail, what are the different categories of lists that you like to mail to? Man, there's a lot
2: of them. I mean, basically almost anything you could think of with distress or equity, like we're probably hitting, but I mean, from probate to tax delinquent, divorce, bankruptcy, you know, code violations, you know, all the different types of liens, you know, we, we have some more unique lists to like, uh, you know, addictions and people over a certain age that are probably looking to relocate or move into like assisted living. And, you know, of course, all the normal ones as well that, you know, everyone talks about the absentee owners and the vacant. But, yeah, we hit a variety of lists.
1: Awesome. And your getfmhnow.com has got all those lists in there, right? Yeah,
2: except for, except for a couple. We don't have, at the moment, we don't have probate in there, which we are working on uh, getting in there. And we, we have federal and state tax liens but we don't have just the straight tax delinquent in there yet. But the majority of all the rest of them are already in there and cash buyers are in there as well.
1: Gotcha. Now, along with that, or in addition to that, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned to me in the past that you just really get stoked about, you know, the sales and marketing side. And so that's what, that's what we're talking about. So we've been talking about, you know, finding the deals, so then on, if you're wholesaling 95% of your deals, right. you've got to have a buyer's list that's fresh all the time of, of people that you market to. So two questions. Sure. How how do you continue to build your buyer's list? I assume the, what percentage of your buyers would say are real estate investors that are going to you know carry on with the deal?
2: So there's one thing I talk about this with people all the time. It's, you know, your buyers list, like no matter how big it is, like I know people have buyers lists that are like, you know, 80,000, 90,000 buyers. Right. But on that list, maybe you have an actual thousand or 500 like true real like buyers that are going to buy consistently from you. And this is what I always typically see. um, it, you know, and I'm not saying that this is the case just 100 percent of the time. But, you know, the majority of the time, it's typically a smaller portion of your list are going to be your core group of buyers that are going to consistently buy from you. And, you know, that's why it's always important, too, because the market changes, right? It ebbs and flows. So, you know, the type of buyer changes. That's why we're always working on building our list. And we make part of the reporting for dispositions going out there and bringing in and recruiting new buyers every week. So let's say you got someone
1: that's new and they want to start building a buyer's list. Mm -hmm. Where where do you go as a new wholesaler to find buyers for your wholesale deals?
2: Uh, I mean, what I would do, and I mean, I was doing this, uh, you know, when I first started and a lot of people like overlook it and that's LinkedIn. Like there is some huge, huge real estate investing groups on LinkedIn, right? That have a lot of buyers in there, a lot of real estate professionals. So LinkedIn groups is a really good one. Um, And meetup.com. Most of every city has real estate investor like a a meetup group. And I'm not saying necessarily to go to an actual meetup, but you can email that entire list, right? So if you have a property, you can send an email uh, when you're a member out To everybody that's a member of that group, which is a great way too. If you prompt them to go sign up or let them, let you know that they're interested in buying consistently and what they want to buy, you can add them to your list. But yeah, without even having to go actually to a physical meetup, you can email, you know, any of those meetup groups when you're a member. And then also Facebook real estate investing group and networking with other wholesalers in those groups are a great way to, you know, sell your deals when you're first getting started.
1: Nice. I have a strategy. I don't know if you've ever uh, done it or anybody on your team, James. Okay. It ties in with what I already do. So about 25% of the deals that myself and my team do actually come from foreclosures to where people have been served a notice of default. So okay. I'm, not, I'm not talking pre-NODs. I'm talking they have actually been served a notice of default. And we've got this eight-letter campaign that we mail to them and get a crazy. Nice get a crazy high response. So we already track and physically track from public record, all the notices of default. And okay. we, track, we track them right into the end until they're sold. So right. well, either the bank takes them back or a real estate investor buys them. Well, some end users buy them, but not very, very many. Right. We, we track who actually ends up buying from the courthouse, those foreclosures. And so that right there is like, for us, one of the perfect lists. Yeah, that's a great strategy as well. real estate investors. Have you ever done that? Or are you on your team?
2: We we didn't do it specifically for uh, for auctions. But, you know, yeah, what we'll do is like, if we end up losing a property or whatever, we know that we were close on, then we'll always usually like, you know, we have a spreadsheet that we keep in a VA that like monitors it. And uh, you know, they'll follow along like that property, you know, to see like when it sells. And then when it sells, we'll pull whoever that buyer is and then reach out to them and try to get them on a list.
1: That's awesome. We do so, that. So you've got the list, you maintain the list of active real estate investors for you to, you know, to to sell right. to. Now, you have a new property under contract, right, and you and your team are looking to assign that contract. How do you communicate with your uh, buyer's list? And, and so what's your disposition process look like of getting your assignment fee?
2: Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. No. So we have everything that's uh, managed in Podio the where you know, we've, we've spent, gosh, man, I mean, probably $10,000 or so like building out our own CRM the way that we want to build out. So Uh, there's tasks that are triggered throughout. As soon as the property goes to, uh, you know, on the board to be sold, you know, then our dispositions immediately will go ahead and create a flyer. He'll uh, send a text out to, uh, you know, to the buyers, and then he'll follow that with an email. And then if we haven't sold it by then, which typically we would have, then he'll also, uh, you know, go into the meetup groups and stuff. But um, another thing that we have done recently and over the last couple of months, and I know some other people doing this as well. And I'm not trying to like get into the software thing, but that this is typically, this is what we use is we'll like pull the property in the software, draw like a radius around it, and it'll give us all the buyers. Um, and then sometimes we'll just skip trace them. If we like, when we're looking maybe in an area that our buyers aren't like super hungry for, you know, that we know of. Or we can't pinpoint one exactly that we're like, all right, so this ought to be a really, really good property that's going to move fast. If it's something a little bit different, we'll do that, skip trace those buyers and reach out to them. And just about every time we've done that, we've sold the deal to a new buyer.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, James, I tell you what, I can't believe how the time's been going by. I could talk to you all day. And so let's go ahead and give out your free. Gift, your free gift that we promised everybody at the beginning of the show. Tell everybody again what it is and how they can get your free gift.
2: Uh, absolutely. So I did a training, uh, you know, not long ago, like a couple weeks ago on YouTube. Um, live that, you know, from 10 years of doing this business, if I started all over, but knowing what I know now, what would I do to get to $10,000 as fast as possible? And you know, during the live, I gave away some cool prizes and stuff like that for the winners. But either way, so I'm going to, I did record all that training and I'm going to give it away. I believe it's through, you know, through jayconner.com, right? And we were going to do a forward slash 10k challenge. Is that right?
1: I think that's right. So yes. Yeah, so uh, everybody go to com forward slash 10, the number 10, one zero K challenge. And you'll be able to uh, download for free the uh, gift right there from James. Thank you so much, James, for that. Now, James, before we sign off here from the show, <laughs> given you now know what you know 10 years into this real estate investing game if you were starting all over today and you knew and you now know what you've learned over the past 10 years
2: how would you start out and what would you do different sure sure um and i get and i go over all this in some a few different ways in the in the training but what i would do honestly is pull pull a list right a highly one of the highly distressed lists And I would start calling, you know, and I wouldn't even worry about, you know, I'd skip trace it and start calling. I wouldn't worry about fancy dialers, any of that stuff for the time being. But I like getting in there. Get your hands dirty. Like any of the students that I have that, you know, I I always get them when they're first starting out. Get in there and like, you know, start calling some people, you know, get hung up on and, and everything else. And that's really like you're learning a lot about the business as you go along. Um, And you get in the trenches a little bit. And it isn't even about paying your dues or anything like that. It's what you learn in the process will help you be that much more successful over time. But I would say pull a highly distressed list, skip trace it, and start calling those people.
1: I love it. I love it. Well, James, what's your parting words of advice to our audience? And a a large part of my audience, are newbies are still looking to do their very first real estate deal. But what's the best advice you can give for a new real estate investor?
2: Uh, I'll just say this. Don't give up. This business is, it's an easy business, but, or it's a simple business, but it's not necessarily easy, right? Like it's all about building momentum. You know, when you first get started, you might not go out there in the first month and do your first deal. So always keep in the back of your mind, how bad do you want it? This business can change your life. It's changed my life. It's changed Jay's life. Many other people we know it's changed their lives and they can do the same for you, but you got to be willing to commit to it. Right. And go through the process, be willing to put in the work and build up that momentum. And once you get that going, I mean, it's, it's incredible what you can actually do.
1: That's awesome. James, thank you so much for being on the show. Everybody take advantage uh, of what James offered here. You can uh, learn about his software and finding uh, motivated sellers at getfmhnow.com. You can go to jayconner.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash 10K challenge and get uh, James's free training with that. So everyone, thank you for joining in uh, to the show here. Look forward to seeing you on the next one. I'm Jay Conner, the Private Money Authority, wishing you all the best. And here's to taking your real estate investing business to the next level.